Okay, this is Moses Allison, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andros Jones. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. And for seven musical divinations, I have been your host, Andras Jones, here in the studio with Chris Price. Oh, yeah. And he has provided the oracle fodder for these musical divinations. We've gone all over the place. We've gone high, we've gone low, we've gone deep, (laughs) and most recently, we've gone shallow. Sorry, I mean. Um, and that, we made that deep anyway. But uh, now we are <clears throat> at the point where uh, Chris gets to stare into the mirror of his own music. And uh, we are down to one song left on the board. If you remember at the beginning of the show, Chris gave me his question. He didn't know what uh, the answer would be. But now with one song left in the chamber, the song Roller Coaster. Song number seven. We're going to now open up his question and see what it was. Uh, actually, Chris, do you want to just yeah, uh, the, tell the us? The question it? is, how did I get here? <laughs> how did I get here? And the answer, with some help from his friends, Roller Coaster.
of black and white I'm shades of gray It's raining cats and dogs But it's a fine, fine day for a roller Stained, yeah, huge stained. That was <laughs> roller coaster. The answer to Chris Price's own question: How did I get here? With help from his compatriots here, singing the harmonies. And uh, it tells us about. Uh, well, first, tell us where you're going to play double duty. You're going to tell us what the song and the question comes from. So yeah. So the do you want to ask about the song or the yeah question song first. first? Yeah. So the song is on my new album that's coming out in March. Wait, is, is that the news, the exciting the news? Yeah, I, I broke it. You I missed know, it, man. I know you said that, but you didn't actually say that you were, like, you'd been announced, you've been announcing it. There's some secret yes, news. Yes, there's a big, big announcement, which is that I have a new album coming out. On Omnivore? March, on Omnivore. It's coming out March 2nd. It's called Dalmatian. And uh, it is a... It's 101 in, songs. In many ways, it is a companion piece to Stop Talking. But it's also its own thing. Like it, it, in a way, you could think of it as a disc two. For keep talking. Th- yeah. Well, <laughs> no, sorry. We're gonna we're gonna avoid that part. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, but it, you could also think of it as its own thing that is completely separate because it does have a different tone and a different feel than the Stop Talking record. Um, so Roller Coaster comes from that, but it also comes from the sessions that produced Stop Talking. It was one of the songs that was very nearly on the final master for Stop Talking, but it was left off. I think I left it off because uh, it it had an energy that uh, other songs were already doing on the record. Um, and uh, I think that it, it's one of my favorite tunes of the batch, but uh, it, it didn't have a place on that album. And I'm, I'm really glad that it's on this new one. Uh, it's Believe it or not, it's actually about my cat. Um, I, why would I not believe it? You just said it. I believe yeah. it. Uh, it's uh, it's about my cat, Callie. Uh, I wrote it because she is a little brat, and uh, and I love her. And living with her is like a roller coaster sometimes because she's in a little little emotional roller coaster, a little cute emotional roller coaster. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and is, is she the one who's moving in close and yeah, walking no, away? Yeah, no, I move in close. You walk away. I try to go. You say, "Please, please stay." This is a cat. This is cat one hundred and one, baby. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, this is like you know. I stop paying attention to you. You want all the attention in the world. You know, it's a, it's up and down. Uh, I open up to you. You run and hide. Uh, it's all. It's all. It, that's that's cats, man. That's just cats. As far as is the answer to your question, <laughs> how did I get here, man? Life is like a roller coaster, man. You know, like I'm just riding it out, man, and here I am. Well, do you? you know? Has your life been? <laughs> has your life been? Uh, you know, plagued with the, these kind of dynamics of like push and pull, emotional. Like I give you, I show you, I, I give you my attention, and you run away. And no, you know. I, I, that's just cats. You know, that's just cats. <laughs> I, I think like uh, my life my life is is, is actually insane, and uh, sometimes I think about everything that I've been through in my life, uh, and I don't I don't know how all of it happened. You know, I don't know 
how I actually got to do some of the things that I was able to do. It's, it's, some of it's pretty amazing. Some of it's pretty terrible. But, uh, you know, I made an album with Emmett Rhodes, one of my heroes. Linda Perhax is another one of my heroes. And I got to make a record with her that neither of them made a record for 40 plus years, you know? And and then here I am making an album with them. And then I I'm, I did an album on my phone. I, at first I thought that was like a like a joke. Like I just thought I'd try a thing and see if it worked. And then it came out and, uh, you know, I never thought I would, I, I, I would even leave Miami. I'm from Miami Beach, Florida, you know? I, I, and I've now been in LA for 11 years. 11 years, man. Uh, that's a long time. Uh, so, you know, the life, you never know where you're going to wind up. And it is a roller coaster. It's definitely ups and downs. Uh, and, you know, I think we, we have to individually parse out how we want to, um, to uh, per- portray our lives, especially in the age of social media. Because mm-hmm. uh, our lives do have, all of us have ups and downs. We all have low moments. But the question becomes, do we volunteer that information on social media? If by doing that, are we just like out for pity or, uh, you know, um, messages of support and it's just a cry for help? Or are we trying to sort of balance it out so we're not always just constantly advertising how great our lives are on social media? Because that's the flip side. Some of us just spend all day posting about all the good things that happen to us to try to give this impression that our lives are great. But no, our lives are not great, man. Yeah, you usually don't take a picture in a shitty moment. Right. Well, some people do. I know people personally that volunteer a lot of negative energy on social media. It's pretty much their constant MO on social media. And I, I will not speak uh, for anyone individually why they would do such a thing. I you know, we all have our ideas of why someone would post something like that. Sometimes you just want someone to tell you it's everything's going to be okay, mm-hmm. you know? And if you don't have anyone in, in your life doing that, this is the place you turn to. And I can relate to that. I can empathize with that impulse. But I, I don't think that... Uh, I, don't, I think it's important for us to acknowledge the ups and the downs, you know? Take joy where you can find it, but acknowledge that you're not perfect and your life is not perfect. I wanted to clarify. So when you're talking about people who are posting about this stuff, do you mean... I'm not naming any names. No, no, no. no. I just mean that there's a difference between... There's, I'm thinking of two different kinds of posting. <coughs> like, mm-hmm. Well, you have a hell of a cough there, buddy. Uh, it's, oh, a, I just had a cold. Uh, it's okay. I hope you feel better. Thank you. I did. Uh, um, <laughs> so, uh, so there's the kind of people. There's the posts about like, oh, I'm feeling so lonely. Does you know, I, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm feeling sad. Whatever. <laughs> or there's the posts about there's an injustice that's happening, and I'm angry about it. Like in the world. Yes. Like, do you do you? No, I don't. Con- those two I don't together? conflate those two things because uh, I I think that uh, the the only way for uh, positive change to affect in society is with people um, waking up to the injustices in society. Um, it's the reason why, like we talked about before with the Me Too movement, why that's important, because I do think that uh, it, it, we, if we just spend all our time just thinking about our own personal problems or our own personal triumphs, we're, not, we're blinding ourselves to larger truths that affect more people than just us. And so I think that a post a, a post about 
activism or social change or injustice or uh, something that, that is outrageous that came out of the president's fucking mouth uh, is a good thing, I think, because it keeps, it keeps people engaged. Well, and sort of going to like where the, to some of the themes in this song, I, at this point, pretty much all I post about is about Radio 8 Ball mm -hmm. and about, pol and about polit political things. But mm -hmm. there have been times when I have felt the need to post something that was more like, you know, like, uh, I didn't even mean it to be a, a woe is me, but like honoring the, the passing of my father or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And what I found that was really like... I can post the most amazing, like, we had John Doe on Radio 8 Ball with right. Feisty Heart. And, but if I say, oh, I'm feeling the loss of so-and-so or my girlfriend broke up. If I, mm -hmm. Like, the response, like, the cat response to the, to the sad thing is mm -hmm. overwhelming. Everybody wants to say, I'm sending you prayers. I'm thinking of you, which is really, yeah. I mean, it's an impulse that I, you have to respect. There's something yeah. that's nice about the fact that people want to respond to someone who's in pain. Well, cats do that also. I just will point that out that my cats, like they know when we're sad, me and my wife, and uh, they like come up to us and try to like make us not sad. Mm. They know. Yeah. I don't know. How, they just know. Sure, they do. Yeah. And S dogs too. I'd like to give a shout out to dogs. Yes. Yeah. Here yeah. for dogs. Big, big up. Big up dogs. <laughs> big up to dogs and cats. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those goldfish. Goldfish. Hey. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm, I'm more of like a rainbow goldfish guy. Man. <laughs> I'm like a rainbow goldfish guy. Sure. Just a rainbow fish. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that... Uh, well, look, yeah. I, 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 sorry to cut you off, yeah. but the, I, me I wanted off, to man. respond to what you were saying about uh, posting... Um, Something like that, like uh, honoring your father, uh, like that's that's a beautiful thing to do in public. It, that that goes back to what we were talking about about living on in the memory of other people. You know, yeah. that that's how you keep people alive. Well, I just and, mean that, I, and I can see it with other people mm -hmm. when people I see that uh, posts that will blow. Like I can imagine that if I was if I didn't have art as an outlet, if I didn't have another creative outlet, and I had the same desire for attention that I have that that would be a way that I know I could get it, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't, I, I could see that being going to your, the, this is the point in the show where all of the answers start to fold in on themselves. Yeah. And like that anodyne answer is like, mm -hmm. even that the, the love and sympathy of the anonymous Facebook mob mm -hmm. is a kind of, it's a bomb. It's yeah. a bomb for the, yeah. the pain of life. For sure. And I do, like I said, I do sympathize and empathize with the idea that sometimes you just need people to tell you that everything's going to be okay. And and Facebook is really good for that sometimes. Uh, Twitter, not so much. Yeah. But Facebook is pretty good for that. Uh, and Instagram seems to be a place where everything is great all the time on your feet. Like nobody, like you said, you don't post a sad picture I, maybe a few people do, but generally the things on Instagram is I'm in Ta Lake Tahoe, baby. You know, I'm I'm, I'm on a boat. You know, <laughs> it's like that's that's a po Instagram post. A Twitter post is like something that just wants to devastate someone else, and a Facebook post is usually something like I I, I feel terrible. Please m tell me everything's gonna be okay, or uh, I, like. I just had a baby. <laughs> right. 
Or tell me everything's going to be okay. Or exactly. today on Radio 8 Ball, you have Chris Price. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. do that a lot. Yeah, well, know. see, that, that, in fact, is... <laughs> if you're listening to this episode, I did that today. Yes. Well, I will say about that. They said that, and and this is like something us uh, businesses should be concerned with, which is Mark Zuckerberg just announced that he was going to that the Facebook was going to filter out more spo- less sponsored content and more pe- from your friends and family. They said that they want to make Facebook a more personalized experience. They've had people complaining that they're getting too much sponsored content in their feed. So, uh, you know, that that's something to think yeah. about. Thanks, Mark. Well, I, that's yeah. honestly, I think uh, for some reason, I think that would be good. I feel like this. Oh, it's definitely good. Yeah, the sponsored content thing doesn't really work. Well, I mean, like my experience, I I would hope that would mean that I can now just post that I have a new record out without having to spend any money to boost my post right quote unquote you know like i would hope that would just mean i can just post it and my friends and family will see it at the very least my friends and family you know what i would love know? is if, if you're out there listening mark if they would tell you who <laughs> sees your stuff i don't know like that's i have danger that is dangerous yeah. man no but i i just mean like there <laughs> are certain people who i always see their stuff <laughs> And yeah. there are friends of mine who I'll be like, hey, have you seen okay, – they never see my stuff. I'm like, how does – how do I know this? How the do we fa- get to try Facebook this? is so good for like when you want to like, like see somebody, like what's going on in their life, but you don't want them to know that you're like checked in on them. Oh, okay. It's so good for that. And if you do that, that goes away. Then like everybody knows like, oh, you, you went and saw how their, how their life is right now. And that, I'm I'm not afraid to admit we've all done it. We've all done that. Why not? You know? Then they start giving out restraining orders for Facebook stalking. And, yeah, well, know. Facebook stalking. Uh, that, yeah. Look, I'm not talking about taking it too far, hey. man. I'm just saying, like, every once in a while, you haven't seen somebody or maybe, like, a, someone you broke up with. You know, maybe it's somebody in your family who you don't talk to. Maybe it's you know? your ex-wife. Maybe, well, Ma- yeah. Uh, you uh, know, it could be all, excuse all me, kinds sorry. of things. And you want to you see, like, what are, what are they doing? What's what's that piece of shit doing? You know, and like you, if you if you see who sees your stuff, then you see that your whatever your ex husband is checking in on you. You know, and is that good? No, I don't. I, believe, I don't think it's good. I believe in transparency, man. It's all gonna come out in the wash. Let's well, see. yeah. Then I hope that when you inevitably do that, you tell whoever it is that you did that. Oh, absolutely. I never, I don't keep it, a, I don't keep it a secret, you know, I don't, you know, I have no one to keep it a secret from. I just, that's just all I have is a, is a, is a small listening audience that uh, follows this, follows the show and these synchronicities. And I don't know what they've made of this episode with Chris Price. The, <laughs> the music has certainly been amazing. There is no doubt about that. Um, I feel like I'm at the uh, I'm at the beginning of uh, a musical relationship that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Getting to know you and your music and all these different projects. Um, yeah. It's pretty thrilling when you meet someone who's just who's playing at a higher level. And I can't wait to get to know the the music of the folks that you brought in here and and all of these projects. Because at this point, I'm really just at the the I'm you know we're, we're Chris Price one hundred and one. I'm just like I get. I've got the Emmett Rhodes record and the new record. That's that's but, a good place to start. I would say. Yeah. What would you for someone who for you know, for someone who wants to 
go to, to the next to step? What's the next thing aside from the record that's coming out in March? Well, definitely the record that's coming out in March. Is, that should be just a, a companion piece. Well, it's, it, it, you could consider it another album. It, it flows together. Pretty well. I I find it like some rubber soul and revolver. Kind it's of it's it's kind of like Smiley Smile or Amnesiac by Radiohead. Yeah, it's fragments from sessions that produced an album, but now is there's a new album that is its own thing as a result. Smiley Smile without the devastation of smile. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, Smiley Smile is like you 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 would think you would go to that record to hear what smile would have been right and then you hear it and you're like no this isn't that it's its own thing they they made a record that has like a specific feeling that isn't in when you hear the smile sessions as they were intended it has a completely different feeling than when you hear i mean there's alternate versions of stuff even you know and amnesiac is the same way like you would think okay this is more kid a but then you hear it and you're like this isn't really kid a this is like a, another thing, you know? Mm-hmm. There's nothing on Kid A that's like, uh, um, what's a good example? Uh, I mean, there's nothing on Kid A like Pyramid Song, you know? Mm-hmm. That's like a, another thing entirely. Yeah. So so the record that's coming out in March is a good follow-up. That's a good next... But if I was going to go back, if I was well, going to look... Well, You Got Homesick is my first record, the one I made on my phone. That's a a good uh, a good other thing to check out, and we also have an EP uh, as Bebopalula. Uh, it's four songs. That is on uh, our website, which is bebopalula.net. Um, you can see that uh, there's a music video. It's a uh, 360 VR 3D music video that we shot uh, in, at Slab City and also at the Sunken City. Um, and it's, it's a pretty interesting visual, uh, treat. Um, and the, the EP is really good too. Uh, there's four songs on it. Um, yeah, that's, that's the stuff. And, and then when Alex releases his record, that's another thing to check out. When Spirit Kid comes out, that's another thing to check out. Uh, Spirit Kid has other records out. They're really good. Yeah. It's this whole, it seems like this, this powerful sort of music collective yep. that is, uh, that, it, that, uh, I and the, the rest of the listeners can now go and explore. Yeah, and Bebopalula will have a full-length album also. None of the songs from the EP will be on it. It's like other stuff. So And by then you'll you have know. figured out which of the Wilburys each of you are. <laughs> We're, that'll be in the liner notes. <laughs> I totally... It, I didn't get the Tom Petty thing at first, but the more you talk, the more I really got that... There's a certain thing... Well, first of all, the Florida thing is obvious. Yeah. But then, you know, the stuff of, like the the... When you were talking about dream, about yeah. the about dreams, and yeah. thinking how much the the uh, dreams and dream mythology fits into his work, sure, um, absolutely. So that, that I makes think sense. Uh, you know I, prolific <laughs> pop songwriter. I was at a bar in Hollywood, and uh, Jeff Lim was there, and I talked. To, I went up to him, and I told him I really liked the Idol Race, which is his first band that mm -hmm. he did, had when he was a teenager. And he he was like confused. He's like, "How do you know that band?" And I was like, "Oh, I just I'm a record collector. I like." He's like, "No, but you're American. Like they don't know that band in America." Uh, and then I just started telling him, "Oh, I just don't. I don't forget where I come from musically, and I I, I pay attention to shit like." And he's like, "Oh, you remind me of Tom." And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, you just you kind of remind me of Tom." So 
I got I got vouched for as the Tom of the group by, <laughs> by Jeff me. Lynn. By me. By yeah, by Jeff Lynn. No, come by... on. <laughs> Jeff Lynn, I mean I mean. Yes. I mean, I mean. Uh have you ever heard the the Chucky Weiss song? Do you know what I eat I mean I mean? Do you know what I eat I mean? It's a great song from his record, Extremely Cool. That's a cool title. Yeah. yeah. With Tom Tom Waits sings on it. Like, Do you know what I eat I mean I mean? Do you know what I eat I mean? It's the whole song. It just keeps that's, that's the whole song for like That's not a bad Tom minutes. Waits impression. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um well, um uh, Unless there's anything else that, that we've forgotten to cover, I no, feel we like just, we have fully paid the price. We've gotten a, a, a cornucopia of, of emotions and thoughts and ideas out there into the open, and some of them are just disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but what's disgusting in the present is revelatory in the future. Sure, yeah. We're all going to jail for this <laughs> in 20 years. <laughs> Yeah. 20 years in jail or 20 years it's going to come back at us. That's gonna, we're going to get hit 20 years from Adam now. Pike is our engineer is going to going to come out Don't and name him. accuse he's gonna, us. He's going to go to jail now too. He's gonna, <laughs> You're an accomplice. I'm not on the list. He's a, he's been listed now. He's an accomplice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry Adam Pike. Uh, he was from Pasadena. He, he had a full out up until just this moment. We're at the very end of eight segments and he had a full out plausible deniability the right. whole time and you just nailed him man yeah what can i say that's that's who i am you don't want to involve me in a crime i'm i'm just too goddamn transparent he was a snitch. <laughs> remember when it, if ever is it okay to kill yeah. when, <laughs> when, when fools be snitching that's when well uh <laughs> it's time for me to go so until next time i've been your host Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. Best episode yet. Radio, 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 it's the radio, 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 it's the radio, 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 Deal. You know, if you don't think I'm going to use that, you're crazy. I'm going to find some way to get that in there. That's good, you should. It's a good show. <laughs>